Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your host, Jimmy Daz and Defa. Yo, 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 yo. So we've got another Metal Brick Road for you today. Joining us, James Balsamar, one of the best new artists in the metal world right now. You'll have seen his work, mate, on the latest Soulfly, Municipal Waste, the Spirit World album, plus that fucking sick Frozen Soul artwork that's just come out and another bangs and mosh exclusive yeah yeah well you have to listen to find out your ears open for that um but yeah james is one of the best new artists in in the metal game like his yeah his artwork's incredible and we get into the whole process of of how it came to be that he, he was doing metal covers his artistic process, how you know how he works with bands and, and how he gives them what they're what they're looking for and brings that sort of vision to life. Um, plus, we get into James's journey into music and metal. He's a real fascinating, really just proper nice dude, and he's a fan, isn't he? The same as yeah, us. He's, he's a fan. He knows he knows his stuff. It's yeah. like a, a brother from another mother. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, mate. Yeah, you he's know, just super he's stoked right to be part home. of it all, isn't he? Like we are. Yeah, and he yeah. is part of it as well. He's yeah. fucking right up in the mix, man. Yeah, it's great. And, um, we had a wicked game of banger or clanger as well, which I felt bad. I felt bad because they real there was real pain on his face on some of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll link up the we'll link James's artwork website. Uh, in the description so that you can go and check out his artwork it's fucking wicked um but yeah let us know what you thought of the episode twitter at bangers p instagram facebook tiktok bangers and mosh podcast search us up you'll find us there on with the chat james balsamer yo james thanks for joining us this evening dude um how you doing hey doing good thanks for having me on you guys oh no it's a it's an absolute Pleasure. pleasure man um you're responsible. We'll get into it in a second, but you're responsible for easily my favorite two artworks from last year. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of new to the game, so like, I mean, I've been an artist for a long time, but in terms of album covers, like something that I've always wanted to do. Um, yeah, last year was kind of my debut, and and that's wow. also because like you know a lot of these started in 2020 and then a lot of bands couldn't like tour with their new records for a while so it was just about like waiting for the right time uh for them all to be released Uh, so it was it was nice that like you know the 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 ones that i i started in in 2020 had to wait on them had to sit on them for a little bit but once they got revealed like it's it's now opened a whole bunch of different doors and and i'm i'm real happy to be uh kind of a part of the community now yeah it's so cool man so for like your first like you said your first um explorations into doing album artwork to get soulfly um municipal waste as well yeah. as you know they're two big hitters like it's <laughs> it must be is it a bit surreal for you to to sit there and, and think oh, wow like these are like working with max cavalera <laughs> as one of your first album covers yeah i i mean it was definitely like it felt daunting but it also you know uh, it it also felt like a, another gig you kind of have to treat it that way yeah sure um it, it was definitely it it felt like 
a little bit of growing pains with every album. Like the three that I did was uh, like I first started with Municipal Ways, then did Soulfly, didn't then did the uh, Spirit World cover. Um, but with each of them, it was very much like I, I had done album covers for maybe like local bands that yeah. you know break up a month later <laughs> yeah. so you're like why did i do that but i got paid so it's all right uh but i hadn't done anything on a major label yet but i'd, I'd been a metalhead for a very long time mm. um so i think a lot of bands were, were probably just uh you know during the pandemic just kind of reaching out see all of them like being able to take time on the records and being able to take time on the album art and uh i think with that came with like all I was doing was basically this, just sitting here in front of my computer, trying to get as many gigs as possible to pay the <laughs> yeah. bills. And so like those, it, you, you treat them like that, but also there is that back of the head, like, oh shit, like this is, this is like, I'm I'm working with people that have a reputation, that have yeah. a fan base, yeah. that have an aesthetic that they want to match. So I got to make sure that like, you know, I stay true to my own like artistic choices, but I also this has to fit um, the world that these guys have built. Yeah, of uh, course. So that was probably the challenge more than anything to make sure that um, everything fit what what the band's uh, the, the, their genre. Yeah, and 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 the like, like maybe complements sort of the type of stuff that they had done before, but obviously not. You know, it, it's still me. It's got to be my work. Yeah, so that, absolutely. That, that was probably the biggest challenge more than anything. How to keep your own voice while trying to speak in another person's voice. So uh, how did but the, it makes it makes it fun. How did the municipal waste one if the, that so you said that was the first one? How did that come about then? Had the guy seen your um artwork, you know, on say like a like a film poster or a game, a games design um, or something that you did? It's weird because like up until then I hadn't really done much album stuff and i was i was trying to like that it was definitely 2019 was was a time in which i was just trying to put my portfolio all over the place yeah reach out i mean i was following tons of these bands and everything and loving their stuff but i just hadn't um uh i i hadn't uh been nobody had reached out to me quite yeah. yet uh i i i'm thinking that it must have been through because 2020 everybody's just like sitting home at their phones anyways yes i think i i had like some post like art tag that i had joined in on twitter and it got like a lot of people looking at my stuff a lot oh, of those cool. people will, will go to like check out your other social media sites like instagram's probably my my biggest one yeah um and somehow uh, uh tony from municipal waste found me and I was like, "Hey, are you uh, you interested in doing uh, potential album art?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" So, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that, that is so yeah. And I, I think part of that is also like years ago at a um a horror convention. No, actually a, a design convention in uh, Anaheim, over in California. Um, I had met like one of the uh, guys who was like a um like marketing guy for uh, Nuclear Blast. And he asked me, like, hey, do you ever do any album art? I'm like, no, but I'd love to. <laughs> uh, so I got his information. Then, like, over the next few years, I'd occasionally check in with him, uh, see if, like, hey, you got any bands looking for stuff? And, um, yeah, I, I think when, when the pandemic hit, I think a lot of bands were, like, you know, in limbo, but also probably a lot of them were in the midst of 
working on things anyways and yeah, now they've course. got time yeah so a lot of them are reaching out trying to find uh artists so i uh tony found me and it was mainly uh me him and uh and ryan and nuclear blast just all talking together over like the details of that and then i i worked on that for a while finished it and then after that uh got reached out by nuclear blast uh to do the soul fly piece and um, cool so i'm thinking like that was like one of the reasons i wanted to really do the municipal waste one was because like one uh they're great band yeah and uh they're, they're they've got a really fun uh bit of imagery to work with yeah they're very yeah, much yeah. that classic like slightly humorous thrash yeah uh type stuff um so so that was tons of fun and they're great guys so easy to work with and they've got tons of fun ideas that they throw my way that i have to figure out how to make them work dude we um, had a chat with tony um just before the album dropped and he was so stoked on the artwork i can't even explain he was it, it, he was buzzing for people to see especially he was talking about the back cover he was so excited mm-hmm. about the back cover and you could see like when a band looked really stoked on it it was like whoa that's cool it that the back cover specifically with the with the reaper like turning up all the marshals <laughs> yeah, uh, so and, and then them all exploding yeah. is probably like it, every every artist has like their darlings like that's one that i like i wasn't expecting to do because the original cover uh, back cover looked really different um but that kind of came out of just like figuring it out gradually and i'm man i'm so happy with how that turned out oh, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's one of those so things that like you work on and then you leave for a while and you come back to you're like oh shit i did that that, <laughs> that turned out pretty cool you know we're <laughs> artists are we're all pretty hard on ourselves uh, we're on our own worst critics but uh i don't know i'm pretty pleased with that one yeah it's um, so good man but and yet like the, the the pressure of working with big bands you just have to treat it like they're you know they're a guy a guy or guys like me yeah um sitting at home uh looking to make some art and and trying to make a living off of it or, or try to find the best way to get their stuff out there so it's very relatable uh yeah. it's just that they make music i make art um so it, it you have to kind of treat it that way it was a little different with soulfly because like max has no social media whatsoever <laughs> so, like, he's completely disconnected uh, we know. <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> so with, with him it was more uh uh dealing with nuclear blast and gloria and and then you get notes from max and stuff uh but then so so that was pretty much the whole process but then finally got to meet him like later last year when uh the cavalera brothers were coming down here and just playing i think they were playing all of horizon beneath the remains yeah. on that yeah. tour it was so yeah, good yeah. It was, yeah, it was great. And uh, I, I was able to go back to the tour bus and, and hang out with Max for oh, a little wow. bit. And it was oh, it's like a dream come true. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you're trying not to do this yeah. the whole time. <laughs> We're not worthy. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're wondering, like, okay, am I talking too much? Am I, am I gushing too much? Let me change the subject. And you just, and it's also like I had to remind myself this is after he had played a whole show. He's probably tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he was he was so cool, so sweet, uh, easy to talk to guy, and just like a fan, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, in the community, just yeah. a, a metalhead fan, and, and uh, he he loves checking out new bands and supporting them. Oh, he's uh, always repping for new bands, man. It's it's such yeah. a cool thing to see. Um, 
the the likes of him and Matt Hafey and Jamie Jaster and people like that, you know, who who don't have to do that, but but they take that time out to talk about new bands and it's what it's what keeps the it's what keeps us alive, man. It keeps what keeps the the scene going, isn't it? So yeah. can, um, can can we just touch on you know the back of the album artwork, back of back of the municipal waste album artwork. <laughs> I just wanted to sort of quickly interject with um the spirit world artwork because when that was dropped, all three of us were like, oh my god, like yeah, that... that is absolutely <laughs> incredible, right? It wasn't yeah. until like I saw the back where I was just like, holy fucking shit, mate. <laughs> that is so good. Like that rock that's the face, and there's like a Native American like it's on the top good. with the axe and the wolf good. and everything out. It's so good. That the thank you so much. Um, oh. that was another case where like the back was something where like of course, like you're what you're really thinking about is the cover because that that's what's going to grab people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, the the back was one again where you're like, oh man, like there's part of me that wants that to be the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt a little bit like that, but I was just like, oh man, yeah. but both are just as outstanding. It it wouldn't matter which one was the front, and which was the back. They're both. both the the back one came together a little faster just because, like, with the front, it was all about capturing that sort of 70s uh spaghetti, spaghetti western yeah kind of grindhouse like look to it to where it was, it was like an old school uh illustrated poster but instead it's a metal album um and so that had a lot of different things to balance uh like we added some stuff took some stuff away moved stuff around a little bit so, like I, that was another uh learning experience because I, I hadn't quite tackled like something with that sort of poster layout where it's got all these things that really have to balance each other yeah yeah and, and not get noisy um yeah so like it's with each one of these like you you see the final thing like oh that's cool but what led to getting there was a whole lot of frustration and a whole <laughs> lot of learning on my part just figuring it out because i don't know nobody had ever asked me to do a uh like a metal album cover that was also like it was it's like red dead redemption but horror yeah yeah, yeah. it's so like it, it was tons of fun because I, I love uh like the western genre and just like um horror movies in general so that that was fun to play with but it was it was a learning experience and, and I'm, I'm glad that people like like that's an album where uh maybe i guess you'd classify as like a metallic hardcore type music yeah. where i i feel like people who maybe aren't into that sort of area of metal might look at that cover and be like what the hell is this <laughs> let me let me check it out like that's, is this that's a it. soundtrack I think like, a lot of people did. I think a lot yeah. of people did check that out based based on the artwork. Um, well, for definitely what I saw on Twitter anyway. People were like, uh, there was a lot of people, you know, Spirit World, uh, yeah, fairly new band, not, you know, not a massive band by any stretch. So, oh, yeah, they're new. For, for that artwork to have made such a big impact that a lot of people wanted to listen to that record on the back of that is. They've got like cult status now, haven't they? Spirit World. They, yeah, they, what that was even cooler was yeah. that they're local. Like I oh, discovered wow. them, uh, like I'm based out of Las Vegas and I discovered them after doing, um, uh, uh, I did a t-shirt design for the uh, Decibel tour of like early 2022. And that was like with a obituary municipal waste uh spirit world were on there oh, I, th yeah, I, I think in i think enforced too mm. um 
but uh i think it, it was through doing that i discovered spirit world like who are these guys like oh this this uh loved pagan rhythms once i started listening yeah. to it yeah that was wicked that and then realizing that they were local uh i think we uh, started following each other reached out like dude you're here like <laughs> awesome <laughs> and then eventually like me and Stu started talking and and now we've uh, worked on a whole bunch of stuff together. So, like, I'm I'm so happy, especially to be able to do something that is is part of the Las Vegas uh, metal community. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That that was just like an extra cherry on top that made it so so satisfying to do yeah. that record. And Stu's got such a um, clear vision of what he wants Spirit Well to be, isn't he? His the storytelling oh, yeah. and everything. So, I suppose the uh, the artwork you know, to him was probably really, really important. Yeah, it, it was is very much about like, I, I think with a lot of my stuff that I've done over the years, like, of course, now I, I'm sort of a, I've, I've in a way proven myself because I, I've been able mm. to like, okay, here's all these uh, records that that I've done, or at least, you know, handful. Yeah. Um, but before that, it was just all based on my personal work, whatever I had in my portfolio. A lot of it wasn't big client stuff. It'd just be like, personal stuff or fan art that I had made. And I think some of that was maybe a little cartoony, uh, maybe more than some bands want, but I wanted to try to make sure to prove to a lot of these bands that I'm working with that like, no, I can, I can definitely pull off the more serious stuff. It just depends on, on what they're asking for. And, and, and you kind of don't know that you can really, really do that until you, uh, until you do it. Until, so, you, until you do the new frozen soul artwork. And everyone's yeah, just lost yeah. their goddamn minds because it's <laughs> yeah. incredible. That that was <laughs> definitely like a, a perfect example of that, where like they very much has have a look that like is is you know it's not trying to waken the audience at all. It's it's supposed to be like pretty like serious death metal stuff. Yeah. Like even though they've got like kind of sometimes silly like merch. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, yeah. is very much playing into the whole like cold frozen theme that yeah. I think. I think their fans love, but I think when it comes to the album artwork, like it needs to be pretty straight faced. Yeah. So that, that was one where it was, um, it was definitely me trying to dial back any sort of like more exaggerated cartoony impulses that I might have and try to, you know, do something that's more straightforward, aggro, uh, like it, it, as a fan uh, for a long time of like both, I mean, Frozen Souls, a new band, but as a fan of them, but also just like a death metal fan over the years. Like we, we all know what looks like a death metal cover yeah. and yeah. what doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. so you sort of have to play into some cliches, uh, yeah. to where like, okay, you know, maybe like the municipal waste cover works for municipal waste. Yeah. I, I do not think it would work as a death metal cover. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like, no, no, that could uh, only be a thrash cover. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it would be selling people the wrong thing. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. mean, sure, if somebody wants that as their death metal cover, sure. But I, yeah. I, just, I feel like, you know, fans of various genres go in. You, you kind of, when somebody's like looking at the record store, just, you know, scrolling through their phone, checking out the new stuff they you kind of want to play into audience expectations so Absolutely. that if if somebody who's a thrash metal fan is looking uh for new thrash records they could go purely like they could go purely off the cover and yeah. and be like oh let me check this out like we i'm very much in a profession in which i would 
love for you to judge a book by its cover because that <laughs> that keeps me busy that keeps me working and, and it you know it and i i think it worked i i, I think people are uh, re- responding well to that cover to the frozen soul stuff i i'm i'm so glad that uh they brought me on because one of the things i really wanted to do this year was like i want to tap into the death metal genre oh, but oh. you can't you can't just do it you kind of have to like you know if they want it they'll they'll come to me uh you know it, it's it's not like you you go to the like please let me do your next cover or anything <laughs> it, it was it was more of just like talking with chad and him being like okay let's 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 see what you can do send us some sketches and then we'll see if, if this is the right fit and nice. it took a, a couple different versions um for me for us to like land on that rough concept to where they're like okay we think you can do it uh, uh, people lost their minds deep yeah, when, yeah. That, when that it, album it's... cover got revealed honestly they like did, mate. It, it was so, di- it was so different it was so different from crypts of ice it yeah. just yeah, had I... so much detail and it mm-hmm. yeah yeah well i know like uh like i really like the uh the previous cover but this was all about like it was is kind of a statement you know it's a sophomore record yeah so it's yeah. very yeah. much gotta be like okay this is what we're all about uh we're here to stay i mean you, you gotta like the the title it's titled glacial domination so you have to play into that yeah you, you yeah, have yeah. to go big be yeah. like you know putting your dick on the table be like hey we're here <laughs> we do that all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so like it, it was is very much like we we have to go big like that once i was done with it i i very much w- uh, had the feeling of like i would I would like to take a break from drawing skeletons. <laughs> I, I saw There's a comment that you made about, so oh my God, like there. I've drawn so many skeletons. <laughs> like, you know, the closer you get, like they're, they're really rough, the, the tiny ones, but that's all they need to be. And yeah. I think when, when I was discussing with Chad, how to, how to get like that look where, cause I, I work digitally. So I think sometimes with digital work, it can have a little bit of that, uh, overly clean, mm-hmm. almost like video gamey look to it. Yeah. And what I try to do with my work is use a lot of uh, digital brushes that have a lot of texture to it. So they have those natural imperfections that come with drawing stuff yeah. and painting stuff traditionally. And that's what Chad really wanted to play into. Whereas um, say with the like municipal waste cover, that's very like clean, super sharp, everything. Yeah. Mm um almost airbrushed looking in spots this was very much like you know it's a big snowscape full of like frozen skeletal soldiers and a giant glacial monster you can be rougher yeah uh yeah with the paint strokes and everything like you know you look at a painting say it's you know a a, a lot of artists in in the metal world you know you're, you're dealing with a um a 12 by 12 canvas pretty much uh, a, a lot of them you think of the record size and a lot of them usually do like 24 by 24 canvases so I, I tried to have that in mind where like uh imagine i had to zoom into a 20 by 24 by 24 canvas and how much detail can you get out of that yeah well after yeah. a while you can only get so much with the paintbrush yeah. so it's going yeah, to look yeah pretty simplified and, and pretty rough in some spaces but when you zoom out see the whole thing it all looks great um so he kind of wanted to keep 
that aspect of it, which I appreciate. I, I think it helps lend to to the look of the cover. And yeah. and I, I can't wait for you guys to see the uh, the the rest of it because we eventually like once the album was finished, um, we wanted to like expand on it and have a whole like long horizontal version oh, of it. God. Oh, amazing! Wow. And, and so amazing. so it's it's actually a huge landscape piece. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll, I'll wait for them to reveal. Uh, so, the, so make the sure you thing. go and buy the vinyl or the CD when this <laughs> drops, so that you get all well, of this. There, there is a different piece on the back, but it, it, we, uh, what we did was like after finishing the record and everything, um, you know, it was all sent off. That was like December. I finished the piece, and like around January, like okay, let's finish the piece, uh, or, or finish the cover, but expand it. So we can, you know, maybe use it for other stuff. Oh, amazing. Um, oh, so quality. I'll wait for them to reveal that. But like, I, <laughs> once I did the expanded version, I was like, I, I almost like this better than the cover. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's always like the, the newest thing you're working on. It's like, yeah, oh, I really course. like this. Yeah. I really like this. Yeah. It's so, it's so cool that you that you want to get into death metal because I feel like a lot of these new death metal bands really have uh they really have their wits about when it comes to art i mean you look at like frozen soul undeath their artwork's brilliant yeah. 200 well, I, think wounds, the, I think tribal guys does, does the art for undeath he does yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's amazing but they all have such a uh, understanding of how important good art is mm -hmm. to, to your music um yeah because it will get lost in these in, in in this day and age where every band is readily accessible at the click of a button you have to you have to have your visuals really stand out yeah and especially since like nowadays i mean it's been like this for a while but something that you really have to take into consideration as an artist is what is this thing going to look like um when it's this big Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah because that's where a lot of people are, are discovering their stuff whether yeah. it's on you know a streaming service or or, or whatever yeah that's what for the most part people are seeing it on their phones or like maybe their computers but it's got to translate at that small size yeah so that's that's been a new challenge too because sometimes something will look really great when it's blown up all the way on my computer but i'll send it to my phone and look at it and be like oh I, this is a fucking mess. What, what do I need to do? <laughs> like, this is just a whole bunch of gobbledygook and, and it's not translating. Okay. How do I, how do I make this work? And that, that's it. And that's just part of the learning process. Uh, and, or, or later uh, like thinking like, how's this going to work on a shirt? Like, is it going to yeah. balance itself out? Well, like, that's yeah. something we had to figure out with the frozen soul piece because the, the cover is very uh, asymmetrical like the whole mountainous uh, 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 glacial monster is on the left side of the cover and then right side of the cover is the the logo. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily work great for a shirt. Yeah, it's usually, you know, merch the big massive, old logo in the chest mm -hmm. and, yeah. and then the art under it. So yep. through expanding the art, we eventually, we figured out a way to, you know, get the monster in the center, logo above and make it all work. And I now know. it's going to be on Jim's chest when that pre-order comes through. Oh, you know it, mate. That's that. <laughs> that Jim's got on. That long sleeve pre-order's already in, dude. It's flying <laughs> out, mate. I'm telling you, you guys aren't ready for for how good the record is. I've I've been listening oh, to it for a while. Oh, it's oh, oh, now you've done it, James. Now you've done it. <laughs> it's it's like once they sent me the final 
uh record i listened to like man you guys have i'm I'm so proud to be a part of it like exactly. of course you know you, you want to with every new client that you have um but this is definitely one where i feel like oh as as a fan and as a person who is familiar with this genre familiar with the fans and kind of knows how the uh how the like old school death metal scene is going right now people are gonna love this and That's like so it's definitely video. them you can hear like you can hear from the first two tracks how yeah, much yeah. the production has been yeah improved massive, massive and yeah yeah it really helps the uh the impact yeah of every aspect of it like yeah. like chad's vocals are a lot more clear but they oh. still sound like yeah. him they're much they better have so much more of a punch everything's like super clear but still like cavernous like it was on their previous uh previous recordings and like i i think the the thing that i really took away after like listening to the album a couple of times is like man they they know how to they've got some real earworms on this nice where it, like so you know it's it, it like a lot of these things just get in your head after one yeah listen. yeah yeah and, and no, i I'm, I'm so happy to be associated with with this record i can't wait for it to come out oh come yeah no wait no can wait <laughs> <laughs> are there, um, are there any I mean, you know, like obviously you'd love to work with Metallica or something, James, but are there any bands yeah. in the scene at the moment that you'd really love to work with? Like favorite bands of yours that you think your art would really complement yeah, there? It's it's weird because like, you, I guess, like I said before, you don't want to feel like, you know, please hire me, you know, or yeah, anything course. like that. But like, as far as people just over the years, I'd, I'd love to, to work with, um, I mean, Black Dahlia Murder is definitely one of them, especially Ooh, wow, now that yes. they've uh, decided to keep going. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, like that—that's definitely something where I, they. I've been listening to them since high school, and I, I, I've loved a lot of their covers, and I, I would—I love their whole sound. Yeah, and and how uh, how playful they are with with their their fans, and and how they portray themselves, and how it's so down to earth, but like the like the lyrics and everything are yeah. so like beautifully demonic. Yeah. It mm. is just like, that's, that would be so much fun to play with. Um, yeah. I'd say black Dahlia murder. Um, Nile. I've always been a huge oh, fan. Wow. Of yes. Uh, oh wow. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, I, but the thing is, I don't think they do like classically illustrated covers. A lot of their stuff is a little bit more on the digital side. Oh, um, but they, I've always felt their artwork is, just the the music's amazing i don't yeah. think yeah the artwork has ever matched it no i agree. i, I honestly agree. don't and it's, yeah i think i, I, I think it happens i think someone like, with like, your creative oh god it could be so good dude <laughs> they do have have some like that like annihilation for the wicked is like my my baby that's the thing that i probably listen to the most oh, and i, I think record. the that the scarab and everything like that's a pretty iconic looking yeah design um and i think i think like that like i i like the black seeds of vengeance cover i really like but like it, it's very very much uh something where i i would love to play with that egyptian mythology yeah. oh man yeah cool. so, yeah we need to start <laughs> something on social media <laughs> petition <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know that all depends you know if if they feel like uh but my work's the the, the right 
fit for them. Yeah, so, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they've got their people they've already worked with. They're probably yeah. already looking at. But you know, as far as like, if I could just, if I could pick who who I'd want to work with, you oh, know, yeah. those two, um, and then like Mastodon, like Mastodon's oh, been yes, dark oh, dude. A like favorite, a, a real a band favorite. that I've I've just loved from the beginning, mm-hmm. and they've got so so many great covers and so much like super trippy, yeah. uh, a piece of art that they've used for, uh, like their the record covers, but also their posters, singles, merch. such variety as well in their artwork. Yeah, because I think a uh what was his name i think paul romano i think he did the majority of their covers and then like skinner did a cover and um i can't remember the artist it's like bj something who did uh the the sculpture for the hunter yeah they definitely seem like a band who appreciates artists like doing their thing absolutely and and like getting real trippy with stuff um I, i i would love to work with them and then of course you know it Metallica, all, yeah. all, the, of all, course, the, all the big ones. That'd be great. <laughs> um, uh, but like, as far as those kinds of bands, uh, those are the three that I, I would just like love to. And and you know, there's there's plenty of others that, that are out now that that I would. Well, uh, like you said, dude, with. you know, you're only just you've only just started out in this in this field now. So the you know, and well, Jerusalem, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. The only going upwards now, mate. Yeah, the options are endless. I, so I I will say, uh, and they they told me that I I can tell you guys, um, uh, I will be doing the the new uh, Celestial Sanctuary. Yeah! Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. sick, man. I figured yeah. y'all appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> Tom's a hero, man. Yeah, they're good friends yeah. of ours. Yeah, and that, like it was it was so much fun. Uh, uh, work with him and, and they gave me a really fun concept to work with so in terms of doing more death metal artwork oh, uh like that there's it. another one uh yeah, you're so, in all uh, the right places man that's for sure <laughs> for this for the death metal resurgence like it's only gonna snowball for you mate so yeah. you guys were able to see them uh with the undeath and yeah, uh, yeah. up there yeah. recently oh, yeah God. oh man they were so I'm sure it was great yeah. I'm looking forward to whenever they make it to the states. I'd love to see them. They're really uh, a good man. Like considering how new they are, and they've only played a real handful of shows, they are destined for big things. Yeah, I think. they're already on big support slots. They're going yeah. places. Yeah, and that new stuff that the other week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, yeah, they're they're definitely part of that that group of like this this sort of sweet spot of death metal that that i really like where it's it's got like really memorable riffs yeah and it's it's super heavy but it's not like overly chaotic it's got some groove to it grooves the stick um and like it's got a real atmosphere to it um i I'm, i'm looking forward to uh when when they start revealing full new tracks off that record yeah oh man so, me too I, like <laughs> and I, I was able to see um uh it was november i think last year i was able to finally see uh undeath live and they killed it oh so a good life undeath yeah. are i for me they're my favorite new death metal band yeah yeah uh, they're just and they had so much fun doing it as well they just yeah that's what i was best noticing time. like they they played here at a really small venue and it was it was such an amazing lineup. It was um, 
I think it was uh, phobophilic, vomit forth, uh, enforced, 200 stab wounds. Oh and my god, man. <laughs> and undead. Come on. I, I, yeah, shit. I don't, it, like, knowing how, how much those bands are, like, just climbing and climbing, I don't think I'll be able to see them in that small of a venue. Nah. Again, after yeah, this year. Not even on the, in, under the same roof. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a package. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And uh, it was cool to have Enforced there, too, because, like, they're, they're obviously, like, a little bit more thrashy. Mm. Um, and, and they were kind of, like, middle of the set. And they they kind of brought a different energy that like sort of woke the crowd up a little bit. Yeah, and, and uh, you know that's when the, the the circle pits like really started, and like it, it was such a very interesting. And I'm sure you guys have seen it too. Where like now nowadays it shows like the the hardcore scene and the death metal scene are starting to kind of combine into like a, a shared universe. Of oh, sorts. absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. You see, like two hundred stab wounds and gate creeper, uh, uh, and bands like that are playing hardcore fests in yeah America, and, and there's such a crossover in the sound as well. Yeah, I, I, I think people are realizing that those things actually go very well together. Yes, uh, and uh, I mean, I was even just uh, the other week listening to old, um, like the first couple Dismember albums. And there's bits of that where like the drumming just feels like I feel like hardcore kids would love this. Yep. <laughs> like they they'd go they go perfectly uh in, in these type of shows, but it's considered like old, like is, is sort of uh, uh melodic death metal. Yep. Uh, but more just like the the classic like old death metal sound. But that it, Swedish it, death I, metal, it's, yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 cool to see that these kind of scenes are now just kind of embracing that they all like similar things but, but you know maybe a little bit more of this here a little bit more of that there but um it's helped introduce me to to a lot of hardcore bands that yes yeah, i'm uh like but before kind of like the past couple of years i hadn't really gotten into hardcore but now that some of it it is like it has so much crossover repeat uh, appeal I'm now getting into that scene and discovering a lot of bands that I hadn't listened to before. So it, it kind of opens up your tastes. Uh, and I, I think it's doing that for a lot of people. You right were the now. same, Def, weren't you? You've never really, you've liked hardcore, but never really delved too deep, have you? And and these new death metal bands have made you check out more yeah, hardcore 100%, stuff. Yeah, it, you're right. It does go hand in hand and it's only getting better and better. The quality is getting better and there's so much support mm -hmm. with both genres. And yeah. Oh God, we love it. Yeah, like I've I've noticed, man, hardcore kids probably go the the they are the wildest at shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. go easily. This guy nowhere near that man. As as yeah. somebody who's kind of a newbie to the genre, like holy shit! Like I was I was used to like yeah, some people doing you know windmills and circle kicks and stuff. Uh, I was mostly used to like like pits. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, I think it was last month uh spirit world was playing here and that was an, another small venue show but the lineup was insane because it was spirit world um ingrown mongrel mind oh, force oh, drain oh, oh <laughs> it was nuts what? jesus christ <laughs> and within like and, and there were a bunch of other bands like there's at least like three other that like started off the day earlier so it was a long show um but like 10 minutes into getting into the venue which was packed and small 
I got like socked in the face and got a bloody nose. Wow, oh, man! <laughs> I, like I, I felt like, oh, okay, this is different. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you but... survive in a hardcore pit, you need like MMA background or something <laughs> at the minute. Yeah, seeing I, some I, of these videos, I wasn't used to it, and, and and of course, like when that happens, like you have the immediate urge to like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta fight back. But you know, yeah, you, that, yeah. that's the thing. Like he was just wailing. He didn't know where he was you know hitting or anything it's exactly. just letting his letting his aggression out yeah uh so i i didn't then learned the rest of the show like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna step back <laughs> a little bit <laughs> like, you know I, I enjoy getting in there every now and then but i think nowadays i appreciate just like watching the band yeah i'm uh, at that yeah, stage of my life as well dude i I, yeah. I like to come away going what a show i like to sit down <laughs> sit down and watch i like to, i like not going to any <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you, you'll you'll tell your friends uh grab this piece of merch grab this piece of merch and i'll pay you back later yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we wanted to ask you quickly dude what uh, not to put you on the spot but uh no problem album artwork what would mm -hmm. be up there on your mount rushmore your big four let's say album covers what are your those well, those favorite album covers that, that of all time you're you're not really putting me on the spot because I I wrote them down. Oh, <laughs> oh look at this sick. guy! That's amazing. So prepared because I know like if I try to just go off the top of my head, I I just mm. I know I'd forget something. But it's it's not necessarily like a Mount Rushmore, but I'd say like five that for me are just like super important. Yep, and uh -huh. and also like really influential to how like I view album art and sometimes how I approach it. Okay, so I've got I've got them down here, um, and not necessarily all like metal records either. Oh, cool. uh, I'd say like number one for me um, is the cover uh, by Richard Corbin for "Bout Out of Hell," Meatloaf. Oh, oh wow! Yes. yes, yeah. Like That's I I love shout. that that sort of like it's the most metal cover for a non-metal record yeah. ever. Oh, no yeah, yeah, question. yeah. I think. Yeah, you no got a guy question. bursting out of of his tomb on a motorcycle <laughs> with a giant bat in the background like it's it's so awesome uh but it's you know the music's meatloaf so it sounds like like yeah. like a musical or something yeah. uh, but that cover always stuck with me and i i love how it, it you know it looks like something that that is could go on like an old like fantasy pulp novel yeah, uh, yeah. type thing. It's an incredible it's, cover. It's yeah, beautiful. It's, look at uh, that. Now. The reds and the oranges. Yeah, uh, that's Great. that's definitely played a big part in kind of how I approach uh, my art because I I love using those colors and I love yeah. that that contrast that he has uh, with like the the really black blacks but then like the the reds are just like super saturated. You can see the influence in the spirit world cover here. Just yes. looking at it very yeah. much yeah like it, it's very much like i i love that color scheme love the brush strokes that you can see so, um, yeah but so cool, yeah that, that okay that's that's one two would be um uh uh black dahlia murders nocturnal oh, uh, yes. by uh yes. by necro lord uh, yep. or uh, christian wallen i think his name i, I uh, uh, he did like emperor at the gates uh i think he also did um nightbringers uh for black yes. Dahlia yeah. too. so it's that sort of like monochromatic 
approach to a lot of this art that like I don't do, but I always loved how he like him and Dan Seagrave are very good at like doing like big castles. Yes. And yes, like yes, really, yeah. really detailed landscapes. I think uh, Necrolord did other stuff for a uh, necrophobic uh, as well. Oh, cool. um, that would be number two. That and like that album, like is probably my most listened to Black Dahlia Murder album. Uh, yeah, and that sounds a banger in it. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, then uh, Michael Whalen's cover for uh, Sepultura's "Beneath the Remains." Oh, oh yes, dude, was dude, best. what yeah. an absolute <laughs> classic that is. It's it's so like it's 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 kind of abstract because it's not necessarily like it, it is a, a skull, but it's got like a bat coming out of it. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Some some like growth on it and smoke coming out. And some roses like, on his head. And... Roses, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's it's very it, it's very spooky. I, I I love it. It's weird because like Michael Whalen has done so many amazing metal album covers, but a lot of his stuff is is very like old school fantasy um like he did all the the Carathungal, uh covers uh, of like elric mm. and, and everything and uh he did the uh, obituary um oh i'm terrible this is on the spot what's the one with the eyeball the, the oh cool cool death. Death. Cool yeah, yeah yeah so he's just like done so much of that stuff over the years but like beneath the remains like always that's that's something that i want on t on a t-shirt yeah that's yes. yeah absolutely. that's something where I, I love how he does the smoke that kind of leads your uh, eye upwards and how it's yeah. all just like orange and creepy. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, that one. And then last two, I mean, I, cause I, cause I have to, but like uh, <laughs> Derek Riggs power slave cover. Oh, uh, no, so, no uh, question. Yeah. You got to have Iron Maiden in there. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. If you're talking artwork, you have to. Yeah. yeah. And, and power slave was just always, I, I already love Egyptian mythology and just that cover is like it's so detailed too and in the back yeah yeah, uh, yeah. too and on the inside there's so much to it uh i would love to see what that thing looks like in person and really up close uh um, yeah and it's got all the little easter eggs all, all over yeah. it as well like Tons the little of... um what no guinness and things like yeah. that written. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> mickey mouse is on there somewhere as well and like, like it's my understanding that they like for a lot of those covers uh they'll just like fly them out to uh to an island and just have them focus on doing the cover for like i don't know a couple weeks a month or two <laughs> that's so cool and so so he you know he kind of gets to go on a vacation but also has to sit down and work the whole time yeah like <laughs> traps which is why like mickey mouse and that turns up because he's like, <laughs> yeah. in his mind like, what <laughs> yeah, am i even it. doing right now like oh, yeah. disney shove that in <laughs> just get me out of here <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes when you when you're working on a cover for a very long time by the end of it you almost don't even see the art oh, you just i, can, I bet yeah yeah you're just like get i'm, I'm done i i <laughs> but you know until you can you, step back and yeah you, you you have to like with some of these things that i've worked on i have to like not look at it for you know a couple months and then i come back to it I'm like oh that turned out really good but i hated <laughs> it at the time because i was just sick of working on it yeah. uh and then the uh, uh, last one I would say is let me see I'm looking at my list oh um, I mean you could you could take any of the Vince Locke Cannibal Corpse covers and yes. say that but I think specifically Eaten Back to Life uh, was something that when I was like <laughs> younger in high school 
uh just loved i remember like redrawing it in order to practice doing that kind of stuff like okay, oh, how, do, how does he how does he approach this how does he i think he uh he must work in like watercolors or gouache or something to get like some of those the the, the look of some of that stuff but mm. like you know it, it, like that cover i always really liked but uh, you know of course you've got tomb of the mutilated uh butchered at birth uh even his like the the real cover for kill i i think where it's like the guy with like the bone dagger yeah yeah and, and the messed up face like i i just always loved his artwork uh it's, it's, it's iconic he, he can get it? really screwed up yeah i mean it's a guy eating himself uh, yeah it's just <laughs> <laughs> wow five yeah i mean those would be incredible my five. picks yeah incredible dude um so we wanted to just dive in then quickly into sort of your journey into music, I guess, James. How did you, what was your sort of introduction to to metal, heavy metal? Um, Mine was very like slow over time because my parents were never like big into metal. It was always, I, I think with a lot of people's parents, you know, you, you hear classic rock stations yeah. from them. Uh, so, you know, grow up with stuff like Queen and... um you know, the hardest my dad ever got was probably like Nazareth. So like Hair of the Dog was an album that I heard a lot of the times. Or, that new wave or, of British sort of heavy like, metal. Stuff. Like even, even that was a little too much uh, for my parents. Like the Iron Maiden was too much for them. Judas Priest was maybe too much for them. Uh, or, or it just wasn't something that they listened to. They yeah. like, you know, Led Zeppelin would be, or Deep Purple would maybe be like the, the, the wildest stuff uh, yeah. I would hear from them. Um, and then I think like, like many other kids, you know, once you start wanting to play guitar, which I did maybe around 12, that's when a whole new world is opened up for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And you start reading the guitar magazines and you discover so much stuff you never like really heard of before that. And uh, you start making new friends and, and they've got bands uh, that they've, you know, written on their school folders or they've got a patch somewhere like, oh, yeah. what's that? Let me check that out. Um, it was a little harder, like when I was a, a kid, because like we, I didn't have you know a Spotify at the you know at my hands. Yes, I to, yeah, to we look up same, something. Yeah, like okay, I've got to go to the music store and go listen to a sample on headphones and see if I like it, or yep. listen to like a sixty-second sample on on iTunes, and and then see if I like it or not. Um, but like, what really got me into heavier music. And like, I, I'm, I was born in 1990. So like around like the formative years for music, I think for a lot of people are anywhere from like 10 to 13 yeah, absolutely. is where your, your trajectory really starts. Mm -hmm. And uh, that for me was super influenced by uh, two things. And they're both video games. Uh, one was the Tony Hawk series. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and then the other was the, the guitar hero games yeah and, like that's very much both of those series i think for a whole generation really helped them get into uh heavier music and specifically guitar music yeah absolutely um, massive massive series both of them yeah like like tony hawks where like i started hearing weird punk stuff that i otherwise never would have gotten into mm -hmm. but all of those soundtracks are so well curated to have yeah, like a great collection of stuff that's like all over the place but perfectly works for 
you know, you playing the game, skating. Yeah. And that's around when skate culture was, you know, probably at its peak of popularity too. Yeah. Um, so that that's where I discovered like Motorhead. That's where I um, started to hear uh, the the part of Metallica that I, I really grew to love, which was like, I think Whiplash was on one. And I remember hearing it and being like, this doesn't sound like Metallica. <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. Is this? yeah. <clears throat> Cause I, at that point I was so used to like, like S and M or, or like, uh, uh, you know, black album stuff, of course here under Sandman, but I, I was more familiar with the, the latter Metallica. So once I heard that, I'm like, Holy shit, this is fast. And it is like yeah. mean and yep. fun. Let me check out all that other stuff. And then like kill them all became my favorite metallica record <laughs> so... oh dude dude i love that fucking record man. Yeah. i love that record so it's like um, it's had a sorry to interrupt you man it's had a big influence i feel on a lot of these newer thrash bands like enforced and uh, and bands like that have taken that raw energy from kill them all oh it's hell really like unpolished the, it... and really furious yeah like it like it's it's got a, a real energy to it that um i mean I, i'm sure uh, James and Hell Hellripper was super influenced oh. by. Oh yeah, Kill you can, yeah, yeah. You can hear yeah. those riffs stamped like, all over his stuff. Like even you know the the newer record, which is amazing. There's still those super fast yeah. riffs that he has in there. Yeah, that feels like that, but even faster. Yeah, uh, and, and and like that 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 sort of music is 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 what or, or like stuff like whiplash is what really got me into heavier stuff then i feel like once you start that start getting into early metallica then it's all you know you're you're done you're a metalhead you're you're gonna love this shit for the rest Absolutely. of your life yeah. yeah yeah like that that's where it goes from like okay let me check out more stuff oh what's the big four? Oh, that what's what are these bands okay what's megadeth yeah. Oh crap! Rust in Peace is awesome. These solos are insane. Yeah. Okay. Who are the rest of these guys? Like, oh Slayer. Oh man, this this shit is evil. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't listen to it. And then you listen to it, you're like, oh man, I really like this. <laughs> and, 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 and so then, similar, man. And it's all about. Uh, I think when you're you just become like a sponge at that age, yeah. where yeah. you're like, okay, what's what's more insane than this? Mm-hmm. So you go from Slayer, and then I that's when I started getting into i think around that time was probably like early 2000s um where the i feel like the guitar solo came back so bands like uh trivium uh shadows fall uh children of bodum yes were all getting like really really big and they were all like super solo heavy yeah yeah. um i mean uh uh City of Evil, Avenge Sevenfold, like those solos would be the kind of stuff that they would put in the Guitar Hero games. Yes, yeah, that yeah. you'd have a difficult time learning. Oh my god! But no. they just like <laughs> stick in your head, and and like a, it was probably like a reaction after years of like, you know, that sort of a a, a sane anger attitude towards a lot of music, uh, where it's like, ah, eh, you know, solos are old, you know. Yeah, they're, they're done. Yeah, we're, we're done with solos. Yeah. No, I, I think after a couple of years, you know, and then, you know, new metal was was very big and everything, but mm. it, it, the, the guitar solo kind of came back, and that was all right when I was also learning guitar, and when uh, those guitar games were out, so me and all my friends were just super uh, into all that sort of stuff. And uh, that that's that's kind of how it it went. And then you 
you just get more extreme. So I, yeah. I'd started out high school listening to, you know, maybe more like pop punk type stuff, you know, it, and maybe the hardest I'd get is, is like, I don't know, rancid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then by the end of high school, listening to like brain drill and, and, <laughs> and like a, and, and, and Nile yeah. and uh, you, you know, like that, that sort of stuff where it's just going super hard and, and stuff that maybe a couple of years before I, I never would have uh, picked up because no. my, my ears hadn't been trained yet. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like yeah. you said once you get that it's all it's like will ferrell in anchorman it's it, it it's that well boy that escalated quickly like you get yes. that once you're into once you're into it and you realize that that's your thing man no stopping it no stopping it no. yeah no i i think very much the the metal community is like is like the horror community where like once you've got a taste for it that's gonna be your thing forever and it's got a, a more it's more of a niche thing so it feels like it never gets like so popular as to where it like starts to i don't know annoy you or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh and, and it feels like you know if you're part of that community everybody in it sort of like knows uh like the same journey yeah uh, it, that that we've all been on and in getting into this like weird music that on the outside for a lot of people just it's 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 too much but but we love it can't get enough I, of it i always like uh we had ken from ken's death metal crypt on it and he's got like a youtube channel that's all death metal stuff and that and he's got this wicked massive basement like full of all this cool demos and that spanning back to like the 70s and um he he, he always put it in such an eloquent way that I, i'll always repeat it and he's he said that um metal chooses you like you yeah. don't choose metal yeah and like that i always think about that man yeah and yeah it, like, it's so true because it, it it like once i got into it 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 engulfed it like yeah like my my music interests like that like of course it, i i listen to stuff outside of metal all the time but in terms of like just what makes me happy what feels comfy and, and yeah it's the riffs <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's that it's always it's that, the riffs it's that visceral sense of like real hard energy output that is like feels i don't know i like you kind of respect it that somebody's able to go that hard on something yeah 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 like i I don't know it's it's a a weird sensation where like it's it's that that like caveman uh (laughs) primitive (laughs) uh, feeling of like yeah i kind of do just want to take like two giant bones and and bang them on drums and yell (laughs) at the top of my lungs and i I feel like metal fulfills that yeah Uh, yeah and and i just you know i've yet to get sick of it 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 just it makes me happy (laughs) same man off absolutely same um so what were the first albums you can ever remember buying james with your own your own pocket money you went to the store Um, and you were God, I, I mean it was it was probably really boring stuff uh like oh. like I, I i remember going to the store and buying like kids bop cds <laughs> so <laughs> like you know just just basic hit stuff no I that's mean, cool I, man I, I remember i i do remember like the first first time like i i heard an album somewhere and i was like what is that i haven't heard that before and i need to know what that is but because I was like this, this was probably like eighth grade. Um, 
So I was also around the age where like I was too shy to ask questions and, and, and I'm just like pinch myself afterwards for, for not getting, uh, you know, not gathering the bravery enough to just like, go ask them what that music is. Like, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm sure we've all had that moment where you yeah. feel like, Oh, I'd be, it'd be not cool of me to not know what this is. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the thing is you just have to be humble about it. Like, you know, whatever, you don't know something, just acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was, uh, I think I was at an art camp or something prepping my portfolio for, for high school. And uh, they were playing green days dookie. Oh, and, what a record. like it's, it's, it's so much fun. And I still love it to this oh, day. I love that record. And yeah. I remember hearing it and like every song was so catchy and every song it, it also didn't feel like like kitty uh mm-hmm. it, 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 if you know what i mean like yeah. like i had you know I was, I was growing up when pop punk was, was in its height but dookie kind of feels like it's got a little bit more of that classic punk energy yeah but absolutely. with just really really good songwriting yeah and um i just remember them playing that album all day and then eventually asked like, oh, hey, Mrs. Whatever, what what, what album is this? <laughs> and like wrote it down on my hand. And then like, uh, you know, hopefully like I, I didn't wash my hand that day so I can remember <laughs> to go home and, and like get that record later. Um, and, and like that's one. Yeah, I remember getting it and being like, oh, man, I, I, I got I got it and yeah. I can listen to it whenever I want. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. I've still got it. And uh, that. It was is that's probably early on what what started me getting into, you know, quote unquote heavier music, at least compared to what I was listening to. That excitement is something that you can never relive that excitement, can you? Of those first times mm-hmm. you heard at that age, hearing things like that that shape your whole life ahead of you. You can't yeah. you can't relive those moments, man. The excitement was just I think it's it's why I enjoy part of it is is why I like I enjoy podcasts like your guys's because I feel like you guys like do have that energy of like hey I listened to this this week it's fucking awesome <laughs> you guys listen to it yet do you know it do you know it and like oh you don't okay uh, I'll, I'll let you borrow it of course nowadays you know it's streaming so you could just like yeah. listen to anything you want <laughs> but uh that sensation is something that I feel like as as a music fan you should always be striving uh, towards oh, because, absolutely like, yeah I've, I've just met ton, tons of people who are so set in their ways and they've only got they've got like their their five albums they listen yeah. to yeah or or their their certain sound that that's all they do and like mm-hmm. that's got to get boring after a while or some of them can get like that they they become like you know old man yelling at cloud type stuff like <laughs> oh you know it's it's not as good as this it's not as yep. good as this it's like oh dude well, you you need to expand your 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 interests. A You're not looking bit. hard enough, man. Yeah, I, I, like anybody saying that, like, oh, there's no good shit nowadays. Like, oh, well, wow. you're you're obviously not paying attention because yeah. I think right now we're in like a new great era of metal that oh, is yeah, is, yeah. is thriving and people are hungry yep. and the fans are are super. I feel like it's been a lot more lively at shows and and people are really psyched about. Yep a lot of the new bands that that are are really killing it right now yeah definitely especially in extreme metal yeah death metal and hardcore and thrash and it's yeah fans are rabid at the moment i'm just lapping up every new band that comes about it's it's so fucking cool 
So I, I think like that there's just always going to be that you should always have that sense of curiosity and wanting to find something new Yeah, because there's nothing that can replicate that feeling of finding a record. You, you'd never heard of the band before you listen to it and almost immediately uh, thinking like, Oh shit, I love these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you just can't stop listening to the record. Yeah. And then yeah, my bank is just like, do you really love them? Though? And I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, God, you're going to have to sell your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, worth yeah they, it. they, it's like, come on. Uh, you've got enough black t shirts, don't you? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. This other Never. one has a hole in it. So yeah. I can't <laughs> one. Well, you're not going to throw that, throw away that one, are you? No, but you know, <laughs> so in case a... it gets a bigger hole, I need another one. Being yeah. a man who uh, appreciates, um, you know, the, the, the artistic side of things. Are you a collector then, James? Do you collect vinyl and or CDs or? It it it, it depends. Like a collector, as in like I I usually buy the things that I really really love. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't I feel a, a certain urge to have like the first pressing of anything mm-hmm. or like a limited edition thing. Yeah, I hear. Um, so I I all I really see it is like if I really love something, I want to show the band some support and and go buy what what i consider to be like the best version of the album which is like the vinyl yeah uh, it's 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 the most premium version of that that you can get um so like i if an album comes out that i really love i'll, I'll get it but otherwise like it, i try to be a little good about things uh but I I think something for me is like I've been getting more t-shirts lately just because I can wear them. I can yeah. go out and about with them, you know, whereas like a piece of vinyl just kind of sits there. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. I'll, like I'll, I'll yeah. play it. I like having it uh, and I like having supported the band, but at least with a shirt, I, I can wear it out, wear it to a show, start up conversations, uh, represent the band. See it. Yeah, exactly. And be like, that's a sick shirt. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm sure you guys have all had that sensation of like oh, so oh dude cool. what is that yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. or another fan will be like oh dude awesome i love them like hell <laughs> yeah, yeah man um yeah. so like it, like vinyl it, I, I like to have but i I'm, I'm very i'm very limited on on the amount that i try to buy each year so i, I do a lot of cds more than anything just because uh, it takes yeah, up less space yeah and and like i've still got a car that plays them so i i yeah, like man. being able to just yeah have a cd that i'm playing for like a month when i'm going back and forth between yep. errands um i do like to um not collect but w- when i find ones that i like i, I do like statues and action figures oh, oh me too, man. yes man. yeah so I, I don't have a lot of room for them but like next to my desk i have this like uh like 25 inch uh sauron statue oh uh, that's just next to my computer all the time here i've got sauron's head right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a little bit of his, his helmet <laughs> broke off over the years but this this just like sits on top of it but it's like this big wow, it's huge so um like right here i've got a uh a Goldar action figure from like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, oh wow, uh, that's quality. So, so this is from when I was a kid. So I, I've kept this around. It's probably worth something nowadays. But yeah, um, man, that, yeah, that I didn't keep the box. A big wedge. Uh, but that that sort of stuff, I I just love like like a lot of stuff that comes out from NECA toys. It's all horror stuff and really well modeled. 
Yeah, I've got um, a bunch of NECA stuff. I've got some Turtles, the, the yeah. you know, the, uh, the, like the movie 90s ones. movie ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, think... some Predators. I've got some NECA Predators. Oh, they've got a bunch of different versions. Yeah, too. so good. Like they're really good like, brand, aren't they? Yeah, they they always have great sculpts for their figures, with lots of detail, and yeah, they, they they know that the fans want different versions of things. Yeah, so like yeah. you know, there's like as much as I'd like to buy every Jason out there, like, I, can, <laughs> I can only have a couple. You know, only yeah. so many fit on the shelf. Um, yeah, I know you guys appreciate this one, but some of them broke off. But this is like a number of the beast, uh, devil toy. Oh, that's awesome. And he he came with a pitchfork, uh, coming through his hand, but now I just use it for like a paintbrush. (laughs) And he came with a, uh, a giant Eddie, you know, like the cover where he's like huge and the devil's small. Uh, but I haven't found a place to put Eddie. He's just too big. He's, he's huge. He must be like two feet tall. Got him in storage uh, somewhere. Yeah, and you know, plenty of boxes in the closet uh, <laughs> oh, waiting dude. for me we're, to, we're to install there, shelves. Yeah, uh, so that I can display everything. But um, yeah, I, 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 those are the things that I I like to get. Just basically like like album shirts and and some toys. Oh, uh, it's basically but, uh, Daz. Other, that's basically other, you, isn't it? It's basically album, me. Album shirts yeah. and toys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's all you buy. All over. I love it. <laughs> um, For that and, and um uh and just as an artist, I, I like to buy uh like prints and originals from fellow artists. Right, cool. Uh, one, yeah. ones that I have to save up for that because you know it, yeah, an original expensive. is usually a little bit more expensive. I mean, you know, rightly so. Uh, I, I want them to make that money. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's something like as an artist. If I'm out at, at a convention and I see something I really like, I, I, I try to make sure to get a print. Like I'll I'll probably just put it in like a one of my print folders and keep for later if I want to frame it or whatever because I only have so much room on my walls. But that's something I I almost just do out of like like oh I I gotta go support yeah. my fellow artists. Yeah. Uh, the, they're out here uh, working their asses off. Let me go grab something that I like because I would want them to uh, do the same. What are the prints, Dash? You've got a Jacob Bannon and a Mark Riddick, haven't you? Yeah, I've got um, Ooh, nice. I've got a Riddick print. I don't know if I can get this off the wall. You'll see. But ah, oh, splurred, splurred. Almost. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I've got the same background problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me let's see if I can just take it off real quick, and then I'll show you. So you've got like that, and it's oh, like nice. marked. It's like marked and signed. Out oh, of like, that's great. There's twenty twenty one out of twenty five. That is. Yeah, and his stuff is always amazing. Yeah, yeah, always good. Yeah, yeah. What an artist. Um, so can you, well, James? What was some? Of, what was your first sort of experience of live metal? What were your first metal shows that you went to? Like, I gotta admit, um, for for a while, like getting into the genre, I was kind of a pussy about shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was kind of scared of them. Uh, you know, you'd see like when you're a kid, you see uh, footage of it, and it's very much like I, I was. like admittedly i was a very like good kid like like very goody two shoes uh (laughs) like like i'd be the kid that that parents would have over to play with their kids and they wish their kids were like me because i was very very well behaved yeah um i understand that that probably uh you know 
added to my struggle with um, getting any girlfriends around that age. Too. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I'd say first show that I maybe remember, I I will say like my first concert was Backstreet Boys. Like, oh, was, wicked. <laughs> that's the answer we want. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yours might have been... Uh, I don't know, agoraphobic nosebleed, but mine was Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, like the the first heavy show that I remember going to, man, it it's weird because like I I I still haven't seen a lot of the, the the bigger acts. Like I still haven't seen Metallica. Still haven't seen Iron Maiden. Oh man, um, haven't seen Megadeth. Um, but I do remember it was it was like a, a a small show over at like what what's now been repurposed to to like a a bar or something downtown Vegas, but I think I, I remember seeing um, Three Inches of Blood. Oh my god! god. So and, I, and I think it's around the Advance and Vanquish uh, time Shit. too, oh, dude. Uh, they were playing at a little place here. It was like like a nothing stage. Like it looked like they were like they could barely fit on it, and oh, I can't remember who they were playing with either, but I I distinctly remember because that was maybe around sophomore year, of high school, or something, and I I remember being a little scared, uh, because I didn't know how rowdy it was gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think with that kind of show, like it it's it's full of a lot of it, I I can now realize that like oh that type of show is going to be full of like a lot of like heavy metal fans. Yep. Yeah. And they're a little less rowdy. Yeah. Like they they're they're a lot more the kind of group that will cross their arms and nod their head. The whole yeah. Show. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, it was it was tons of fun. Um, and uh, they sounded great, and uh, you know, it, a lot of people were singing along with the uh, Deadly Sinners. And uh, oh, uh, what a de- destroy the orcs and all that. Yeah. Uh, so is it was a great. Show. I don't know if it was my first show, but it was one of the first like metal shows I remember going to and being like, oh, that this is what it feels like. Because when you go to a show too, you also feel how loud it is. Yes, like yep. in your chest. Yep, and and like it reminds you of that pretty quickly, even with, like when you just see the sound check. Yeah, and you hear those drums. You're like, "Oh shit, that's what it's gonna feel like the whole show." <laughs> it's and, such a uh, it's a great feeling, isn't it? It's an amazing yeah, it, feeling. I still get it wakes that now. You, you yeah. still get it now. Yeah, yeah. So you hear it, the, the bass drum. You just think, "Oh," and that God, first yes. ging, 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 when, yeah. when the guitar yeah. techs checking out the the guitar sound. Oh. Now, do you guys? Uh, I I've probably in the past two years started doing this. Do you guys do uh, earplugs? I yes. kind of have to now. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I do now. all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I feel like it, it just it cuts out the white noise. Yeah, and yeah. I I don't feel like shit the next day. Yeah. in terms Dude, of my ears, I can yeah. sleep at night when I get home. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like ten years older than you. So I was born in 1980, and therefore, mm-hmm. so uh, and my dad's massive into heavy metal. So I've been going to gigs since I was about nine or ten, um, and I'm really feeling it over the last two years like the ringing in the ears uh yeah. and that's where i was like i really have to take this a bit more seriously um, okay and then it, i'm glad i'm doing it now <laughs> dude, yeah it's definitely the right way to go man honestly yeah because I, I think i remember at um first time i did it was maybe 20 
2019, I think it was a psych. We've got uh, Psycho Las Vegas. Uh, I'd love to here. go to that, and uh, it's amazing. Unfortunately, they they uh, canceled it this year. Uh, I think they're putting it off till next year. Mm. Um, so I'm guessing it's just like I'm sure for a lot of bands, like touring uh, is nuts right yes. now in terms yeah. of expenses, yeah. and and I'm there's a lot of international bands where like getting visas is is even more expensive and harder nowadays. So I think what they did likely because they would have. Uh, revealed the the uh, lineup by now. I think mm. they were just like, let's let's give it some time. Wait till next year. But um, first one that I went to, I remember seeing, I think Enslaved was was playing in one of the bigger venues because it's like three stages uh, at a time. Like one's a big stage inside, one's a smaller bar stage, yeah, uh, inside, and the other is is like a pool stage. Yeah, I was at the the big stage. I think Enslaved were playing great band but the sound was just like i couldn't hear the music it was just that yeah sort that, of the same noise in the air isn't it and it's yeah tough. like i'm like this this hurts i i can't do this and, and then uh my friend uh who is um uh who's also kind of a sound engineer was there with earplugs like dude put these in and yeah. i did i'm like oh I can I can hear it <laughs> man i'm like that as well like i think yeah. putting earplugs in make you, the sounds clearer mm-hmm. it's insane yeah. it's almost like what's the word like it shouldn't work like yeah you put earplugs in you can't hear anything but it actually makes it sound better yeah it cuts yeah. out like you said that, that layer of noise that layer of mm. high pitched yeah fuck yeah like it the one that i i mean i did need it for but the one that i remember hearing or sounding the best um was that that at that same fest uh, a son was playing, and I had oh, never God. seen them play live. And of course, their whole thing is like That's wall loud. of amps, yeah, the, <laughs> the loudest thing you've ever heard. Yep, uh, and it's all just you know, like you know, there's probably three notes per song on a 20, <laughs> 20 minute song, and, and it was it was like they filled the place full of smoke. They set up all the amps, and that like first note felt like such a punch in the chest it felt it, i felt like i was hearing a plane take off uh but for Man. some reason that the way they they figured it out it was so clear like it's probably the clearest loud thing i've ever heard uh to where like if we like I, I kept my earbuds in uh for a majority of it but anytime i take it out i'm like oh i can hear it yeah so maybe that's it's because, the mark like, of a good yeah, they, they they got the the sound right. Something I don't know, and, and also like Sun and, and and the guys behind it are very much known for like they've got their own amps at this point. They're 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 known for like just great sounding. Yeah. There's certain stuff. venues we go to in London where you know that the sound will be good, or you know there could be issues. So again, you get yeah. to sort of know <laughs> venues and uh, and what you what what you can expect. Like when we saw Undeath. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black heart it's only a small little pub venue but their sound is great and undeath were it, their sound was so good and like you said they just took a bit of the volume down so that the clarity was yeah uh, exceptional i i think they might have done that with us too uh because we we were in a very small venue uh and you know the the sounds just like bouncing off walls that are very close to you so yeah. it, it has the potential to to not be great uh, but they were super clear and I was, uh, I was pretty close to the, to the amps and everything. 
was, I could practically taste uh, Alex's sweat where I was. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was tons of fun. They, they sounded great. And, and, and the crowd loved them. And like you said, uh, uh, Alex was like happy the whole oh, time. the happiest dude. Uh, it's and just... it, 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 it's infectious. So yeah. it, was, it was tons of fun. It really is. Um, you touched on it earlier, dude. You said you listen to a lot of um, genres outside of metal. What What are your sort of go tos if you're not, you know, you're not in the mood for for some heavy riffs? What are you listening to? Oh, my my thing is either film or video game soundtracks. Oh, cool. I'm I'm, I'm definitely a soundtrack guy. Uh, I just like I f- for me. I I so respect like when I go into a movie and you know I can remember a theme. Because yeah. I feel like mm. there's there's so many stuff that comes out these days where like you even if you liked the movie like you, I can't hum anything uh, mm-hmm. uh, walking out of the theater. So whenever I find something that's, that's really good, uh, I kind of uh, clamor onto that. I'll I'll get the soundtrack on vinyl because uh, I think as an artist, like when I work, sometimes stuff that's um, sometimes music that's a little too wordy can distract me a little bit. So yeah. stuff that doesn't have uh, lyrics like soundtracks kind of puts me in a escapist mindset. Yeah. Uh, to that that really helps uh, the the creative brain uh, and its juices start flowing. So like I mean, my my favorites are are very much like in terms of video games. I I love stuff like Bloodborne, where it's just like horrific gothic. <laughs> uh super epic uh like choir filled stuff that stuff that you know is, is supposed to play behind like you like getting murdered by a vampire yeah you know, yeah, you yeah. Know, like that <laughs> that sort of stuff like really helps me get into the mood or uh it's stuff like super uh heightened adventure fantasy music so like i don't know like Jason and the Argonauts, Clash the Titans. Oh, uh, cool! Even yeah, even man. stuff like uh, like Hook, I love. Oh, of course, oh, of course, of course John, John Williams, oh, like you know, one. he's he's the best to do it. Mm. Uh, but that sort of like super escapist, uh, like I'm on an adventure yeah. type yes. music. Like yeah, yeah. for some reason, it just makes me feel like a kid, and so I'm able to like just get into a very like positive, creative headspace. Uh, the Lord and, of the Rings and, one on, and you'll be there for like days. Oh yeah, it never <laughs> ends. <laughs> All those soundtracks are amazing. They're so good. Uh, yeah, like like that that sort of stuff just gets me, and and mm. and and really inspires me because it it gets it starts painting pictures in your mind when you listen. Yeah, to Yeah, absolutely. I've never thought about it like that. That's that's fascinating. Yeah, like I'd I'd say you know find your favorite movies and, and like sit down and just listen to the soundtrack by itself and you'll I don't know I think it starts to make you realize like how much they reuse certain themes as like little little light motifs to to accent different things mm. uh, that are happening on screen. I mean, especially you can hear it with with the uh, John Williams's stuff. Like you like somebody will move a pinky and you suddenly hear their theme. Like by, by a like a piccolo's playing it in the background very softly, but it's there all the time, and that's why you can leave those movies and and just like be humming the themes in your in your brain all day. Um, but yeah, that 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 sort of stuff. And then like I I dig synthwave uh, oh, music. Oh, yes, love synthwave, great. And I think there's a lot of crossover with like uh, metal fans because there there are bands like a uh, Carpenter Brut, 
and mm-hmm. perturbator yeah um like magic sword like all that sort of stuff that uh, i've i've seen some of them play with metal bands yeah and and, and um like that sort of stuff has that cool sort of retro uh like uh feel where you it's it's like the um who is it uh, uh kavinsky who did that song off the drive soundtrack oh i love that soundtrack uh, i was uh, gonna Nightcall. mention the drive soundtrack oh yeah that's that one of my sort favorites. of soundscape where you you feel like you need to be like driving a car at night yes yeah, mate. it's it, like an old yeah. school sort of sega like outrun sort yeah. of stuff but more modern and and you know living in vegas i'm surrounded by neon oh so, it, so oh, it, it, it feels very <laughs> comfortable you know <laughs> i mean there's also you know the reality of vegas which is you know very tacky very yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't feel as cool especially when you've like grown up here but like that kind of music also is great at at putting me in a headspace where like I'm I'm in a different world. Uh, whatever's going on right now, you know, dog shed on the carpet, uh, tummy hurts. Uh, you know, I've got bills to pay. Whatever you you yeah. forget about it uh, once you put on some headphones and listen to that sort of stuff. It just takes you to a different place, and and I feel like that helps. It's cool. It's get some, really creative. Um some death metal bands have started in, incorporating a bit of that uh we uh mall have have got some some of those little uh synth wavy bits warflatch have got some of that in yeah. their sound and Hell, um blood incantation did a Bulchy. whole album yeah yes yeah. yeah yeah they did do a whole album yeah yeah, yeah genius you know what guys. really uh, cool crossover that uh Fulci's another one i would love to work with oh, oh yeah man. They, they've got that oh, whole yeah. 70s aesthetic yeah like, oh that'd be so much to play with because they that's the stuff that they they're really into that that old school horror old illustrated poster type stuff you can have so oh, much fun with that sick. yeah so um so you are you into are you a gamer james are you into gaming uh still and i wish i had more time for it mm. uh but i i do like try to play like one or two games a year uh so like the recent one that i played is a, a god of war ragnarok got oh, through sick. that um right now uh in my free time i'm playing dark souls 3 um but uh o- over the years like it it's it's uh it, it's been stuff like that it, like i i don't get into first person shooters as much just because like i kind of suck at them so <laughs> yeah, like i I, <laughs> I i couldn't like i played call of duty for a little bit played halo for the first couple games uh but uh since then i feel like everybody online's gotten too good at everything yeah that's and, it and yeah anytime i go in i, I just like it, it's just shameful and, and I, <laughs> I want it's not fun anymore and, uh, you're getting ripped by a 12 year old in the chat and yeah yeah yes. it's, it's teabagging you on it's on, not fun on, like the kill yeah count. yeah, yeah. It's no fun. <laughs> like you know what i guess i deserve that yeah you know fuck me i guess i'm not playing games anymore um uh, probably the last one that i got really into uh as far as that genre was overwatch oh yeah i play a lot of overwatch, overwatch. Uh, I I hear Overwatch 2 is tons of fun. I just haven't yeah. kept up with it. Yeah, um, until you're getting screamed at by like children for being shit. And yeah, just like bro, <laughs> like, I'm thirty who, years who, old than you. Who are your uh, your mains? Like who's uh, your go-to? I quite like Hanzo. I play. Oh, quite a okay. Bit Hanzo, yeah. Even though it's just like infuriating. I'm not. I'm not very good. I'm kind of in platinum, which is kind of like the middle of mm-hmm. the whole spectrum, but. Hey, you find which ones that that are fun for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
I think a junk rat was always my go-to just oh, because yeah, I could just sit in the back and lop off uh, bombs <laughs> without yeah. having to really participate. <laughs> yeah. And my it's... aim doesn't have to be great. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll just have to turn it off, man, you know, because it's like a team-based game and you yeah. kind of have to all be communicating and you just get one person that's just like an absolute moron and it just ruins everything because yeah. you just get fucked the whole that's, time that, that's probably another reason why i haven't played as much as just because a, a lot of those games that that are very fun they do rec- they are better if you've got all your friends online yeah uh, to, to yeah. all play the same thing uh yeah. but a lot of what me and my friends have been playing lately are very different uh so i, I just we haven't been able to like sync up quite yet yeah uh, so like the last time we probably did that was for uh, uh elden ring last oh, yeah. year where we were all like just getting slaughtered through a lot of that <laughs> game i hate that game oh, <laughs> it's horrible i get it i get it i, yeah. I mean uh, there were many points in which i was like why am i playing this like, yeah it is yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go pick up my switch and play some mario because it makes me happy oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's it, it. That's it. Yes. light-hearted fun. yeah you know but I, mean? I don't know. Like I, I, I think like anybody who plays those uh, from soft games, there's a certain sick pleasure in like being absolutely annihilated, yes. and then coming back and then slowly learning over time how to, how to succeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then sure. once you've done it, the the feeling that you get of relief once you you figured it out, you push through it, is is almost orgasmic because you've gotten <laughs> yeah, yeah. so much shit. but um there were many points especially in the latter half of that game where i'm just like hey uh this uh, game do you want me to stop playing you like (laughs) this is so damn hard i don't i don't get it yeah yeah. uh but you know that's that's why we got friends together and they uh i I summoned them into my world and uh, we eventually figured it out yeah man that's what it's all about yeah yeah absolutely and and those are the ones that i I usually uh remember the most where it's like us all trying to achieve a goal together and screaming over the mic together um (laughs) those are great but i I do wish i had a little bit more uh, time for it right now but you know it's for a good reason i'm very busy right now yeah yeah so like i'm I'm working on lots of stuff uh lots of band stuff uh and then uh like right now I'm, i'm finishing up my first soundtrack uh, I can't really can't really reveal oh, wow. it now, but it's like okay. first soundtrack record. So I'm I'm as a somebody who's a fan of that sort of stuff. Like I, I'm just so looking forward to wow. unveiling that when it comes out, and I want to oh, have it. We'll that's the other eye on that man. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thrill with like working with bands and everything is that like you get to have a physical thing at yeah. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I can go to my local record store and go get it, just like anybody else. Yeah, and have this this final product as a result of, of all that work. Uh, you so wear a shirt with your yeah. recording. Not be yeah, it does feel I'll a little do weird. I don't know. What do you guys think about uh, an artist wearing their own work? On nah, their I shirt? do it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm my favorite it. band, of Iron Maiden. They wear all their own <laughs> shirts. So, like, fuck. It's true. <laughs> do it, man. Honestly, it's true. Yeah, I'm proud yeah. of that stuff, man. Yeah, like definitely. it's it, it's uh, like another um kind of. Th- thrill that you get from it is is like going to shows and seeing other people like oh, read oh yeah the stuff you've worked on because I, I just think back to you know when i was young getting into the scene and like that's 
that's kind of all you want. It's like, oh man, I'd love to contribute to this. Yeah. In in some way. Mm-hmm. And now that it's actually happening, it's just anytime I go to a show and I see something of mine somewhere, it's it's like 16-year-old James is very, very proud of of himself right now. Oh, that's so like, cool, dude, man. he did it. You're able to work on this stuff. <laughs> like that's awesome. Like I I oh, it's such a fun community be, to be a part of. And yeah, like absolutely. seeing that other people like that that's now contributing to like you know what will eventually be the history of whatever this era yeah of of metal is like yeah that, you were part of it it's so cool to be part of it I, I i love it i i i and the fact that like you know it's been with with bands that are pretty well known uh already and and that are have already made their their stamp in the scene or are currently making their stamp in the scene and like the the fact that I get to contribute that, even even though you know it, what what ultimately is there is the tunes, you know that the music yeah. is there. But yeah. you know we we've all gotten albums, uh, just because of the artwork on it. Yeah. Like I I, di- I discovered Creator because I saw Pleasure to Kill, and I was like that that looks awesome. What is that? <laughs> yeah. And, and then and then I ended up loving the record. But I'm sure you know we've all had the 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 same sensation of like looking at a record cover checking out the album being like man this kind of sucks <laughs> but dude it's it, what you had to do in cool. the in the days before Back in streaming. The day, yeah it's yeah. what yeah, you, you had to know. take a punt you had to take a gamble yeah and that you know that's why you have artists that they, they've they've got to sell a thing and get people yep. interested um so even though that you know i'm i'm not making any of the tunes i i i've you know i'm not writing the lyrics i'm not playing the instruments you know you still feel like a, a pretty important part of it because you know, there's when you when you look at Iron Maiden artwork, you 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 think of Eddie. You yeah. you you, you, you think of when you listen to Power Slave, you think of that cover. You you start like imagining scenarios. I, I think of Eddie in the cockpit when I listen to Aces High. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're like, their visual representative. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You're yeah. They the band have got their sound. You're bringing it to life visually for people. This is what I'm gonna here when i put this record on it's it's yeah like imagine frozen soul uh not having a bunch of like ice themed uh covers and merch and everything it's you know that they've smartly played into that because Mm. like that is their thing but you know obviously like with with their songs that's not the only thing that they sing about but they've created a world that their music lives in that wouldn't be there without them realizing like hey we need to need to find people to paint that picture for people so when they wait when they listen to it they think like oh i'm i'm fighting a fucking yeti i'm I'm forging a a icicle uh spear i'm uh trudging through this snowy landscape trying to achieve my goal like it's all that sort of stuff and you can translate that to you know i'm I'm just at the gym you know pumping iron but but this gets me through it or, you know, I, I get a hard day at work, but, you know, listening to this guy uh, growl about, um, you know, uh, like like snowy landscapes and, and, and wars and stuff like so, so it takes you out of it. You're, yeah, you're, you're able to put you in to, another world. And yeah. Yeah. So like I, I'm, I'm so happy to be part of that. And I, I, I and I've got much more to show that I, that hasn't been shown yet uh, that I'm currently working on too. 
uh man I, I i don't know when uh the celestial sanctuary guys are revealing that cover but uh i'm looking forward to it because that was a really fun one to work on oh we can't wait to see him man uh, honestly like if it's if it's anything like what we've seen already then it's gonna be a that's, blower, that's for sure <laughs> a, a, lot of, a lot of these covers have been like very i i've been very fortunate that a lot of the bands are asking for like different things mm. with each one yeah and so it keeps things interesting for me and I know there, there are definitely some artists out there that, that like, you know, they've got a look and that's what they do kind of every time, you know, they, they change it up depending on the specifics of, of the record or whatever, but they've got like a distinct Signature. look that you, yeah. that you know, that that's their cover. Um, maybe, maybe I, I have that and I don't know it uh, because it's always hard to be a little objective about your own stuff, but uh, I I've so. liked that, that I've been <laughs> able to, uh, to like, almost like a like a film director be be like hey i'm gonna do a horror movie hey yeah. i'm gonna do an adventure movie i'm gonna do a sci-fi movie uh but still like with my creative brain and, and my set of skills yes uh, yeah so that's been tons of fun because the yeah celestial sanctuary cover does not look like the frozen soul cover which does not look like the spirit world cover but i feel like at least like the same hand is in all of it yeah uh, it, it's hard for me to to express like what that is but i think other people who look at it maybe can see it because i i'm just too close to it like I, I just see it as this thing i'm 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 chipping away at on my computer in my pjs but other people <laughs> see it as this this fully formed thing it's 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 wild being on the other end of it but i i love that um uh, with this sort of stuff i can i can see people's reactions to it uh pretty quickly and, and yeah see that's people the cool. hyped for it yeah absolutely now that's cool man um dude we can play a quick game with you sure i'm down it's called banger or clanger All we're right. gonna chuck some songs <laughs> at you it's as easy as telling us we're answering these as well man so we're not just putting you on the spot so okay. you gotta tell us whether it's a banger or a clanger so i'm gonna kick it off uh stained it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> well we all know it yeah so that's true. That, that's i mean it. does its does its catchiness uh contribute to its quality um <laughs> because i'm sure you know if, if we were all like drunk at a pub and we heard over over the sound system it's been a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it yeah like i, don't I think it's a banger yeah, uh, yeah. Is it a banger? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is. Shit banger. That's the thing. You you can also <laughs> like enjoy something that maybe like your your more critical side is like yes. this maybe isn't good, but I like it. I it's, think yeah, for man. this, yeah, you've got to put your critical your critical mind to one side. I think because <laughs> um, there's some stinkers on here, but good. But, but so yeah, like yeah. Mac McDonald's chicken nuggets are terrible. But will I devour like a dozen of them? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I, I think that's sensational. But yeah. that's another story, right? Yeah. Nickelback, rock star, <laughs> banger or clanger? I think that one's kind of a clanger. Um, yes, thank you, James. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think with that one specifically, I I think it's it's not because of the tune because the tune's very catchy, uh, but. I think the lyrics are so so much of a like shallow portrayal of what it means to be a quote unquote rock star. Yeah, I that it just gives it. It just like I just think it's kind of gross. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, when I think of a rock star, I think of, you know, somebody getting up there, like sweating their asses off playing some killer tunes. But that, but this, in the song's lyrics, all I hear is like, well, drugs and girls. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. But, you know, it, what it sounds like to me is like, uh, like, like pop country where like, yeah, they, a little bit. Is a little like, bit like all, all they think country is, is like, well, trucks and beer and jeans and, you know, <laughs> like, and Walmart. And like, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not it. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm tune, tune wise. I'm going banger, but I understand the clanger argument as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm like torn. I'm not sure. It's like, a clanger with a capital it's C. It is a yeah, clanger. Fuck me. <laughs> can be a banger. Yeah, I'm probably leaning more to clanger. Okay. Sure. It does have that same effect of like if it comes on at a bar and I'm drunk, yeah, and you're, I'll, yeah. I'll probably sing half of it. That's the problem. I don't know if it's good though. <laughs> <laughs> right let's keep this going shania twain that don't impress me much oh i love shania twain dun, like, dun, dun. I, but that's 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 maybe one i'm not as like i don't uh, i know the 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 lyric that don't impress me much but i don't remember the rest of the songs so i i, I know some of her other ones yeah. And, she says Brad I, Pitt in it, doesn't she? Yeah, she That's does. Right. Brad Pitt, yeah. Just Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. I'm going I, clanger I, on this one, man. Yeah, it's a clanger <laughs> for me. Ah. It's weird because like there's there's also the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Where, like if it's I hear song. that, I I think about like uh, you know, I was a kid at the time. And it was like that kind of music I'd probably hear on the way to school. Or, oh yeah, my know, mom was a massive Shania Twain fan. Yeah. Back so in the day, man. As, as as somebody who can't remember much outside of the the title lyric, may, maybe I'll just go with a clanger to to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> because there's others that I'd be like, uh, 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 like what, what's that? Uh, best part about a being a woman. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um this one divided me and daffa here ricky martin living la vida loca uh oh, come on, james. i hate that come song. on mate come on i went clanger daffa went banger i, I think it's a banger i think it's a banger <laughs> i'm talking a lie um I'd rather yeah, that than rock The thing is, I'm Fuck playing the whole song in my head right I like, now. I like, I'd rather sing that than rock star. I'd rather hear that than rock star. That, come on. Ricky Martin, come on. That's it, mate. Because uh, I also... <laughs> I'm maybe I'm putting I'm it in the wrong context. Because I, I, I think of that song and I think of like going to the roller rink as a kid. And stuff like that in the Macarena yeah, yeah. being played. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh man <laughs> it, the, yeah it is this weird sense of like i mean i it's I, I feel like i feel like i feel like guilty pleasures you, you shouldn't feel yes. guilty about it yes. if it makes no, you happy no, no. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, don't feel guilty man you yeah. gotta you got go um, with your heart on it's, it. a, it's a banger mate it's i mean a... i i i can't recall another ricky martin song so the no, fact that that's about it, it. <laughs> if, if 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 that one came on i'd be like holy shit they're playing live in la vida loca it, it would probably make me happy. So 
Yes. If it makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. Maybe it's a banger. Yeah. Maybe a banger. <laughs> um, uh, what should we go for? What about Shaggy? It wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a banger. It's a banger. It's a banger, mate. If you're telling me if that came on, like everybody, like around, like, like my our age, yep. you know, yeah, roughly, yeah. yep, wouldn't be like, oh shit, I haven't heard this song in years. I love yeah, it. I know, and probably every, know every, every single lyric. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, it, it it it'd be fun if I if I suddenly heard it come on at the party, and then yep. it'd get everybody hyped up because they weren't expecting it. Exactly. Pure banger, mate. Exactly. Right. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. Uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a guarantee, you know? <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because, like, it Skater Boy kind of, it's it's kind of like a representation of how mainstream, like, pop punk got yeah around yeah, that true. time to where you know that was like you know mtv was still you know very music heavy um you know you'd hear songs like that probably in in all the teen movies yep. that were coming out at the time very like american pie uh type uh, soundtracks um but like because of that that also means like uh it's it's very like like very watered down very uh accessible but yeah. that that's great for the audience that she was trying to get she wasn't trying to play to like people who were fans of like the dead kennedys <laughs> no, she was no, she was trying not. to play to like little yeah. girls who, who were getting into like sort of that kind of music yeah and could relate to the lyrics um so maybe for for what it's trying to be it's a a banger but i don't know as as somebody who likes some of that music from back then that's that's sort of emblematic of of when it got a little too too poppy yeah i think it's rubbish Uh, mate I think it's I think it's an absolute (laughs) banger i think it's rubbish (laughs) yeah I, I, I mean, I appreciate I appreciate the the bluntness of it, you know. Yeah, I I, I try to like come up with a, a a reasoning as to why, and you're just like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> obviously it sucks. <laughs> right, Def, do you want to see us out with the last question, dude? Yes. So you've already mentioned James some fantastic albums that you've listened to that you rate, but someone asks you what metal is what album are you going to give them so a newbie Mm. wants to get into metal they want you to recommend that one album that will blow their mind Mm. it's uh it's weird because like like obviously like depends on the on the person and Mm. and then how you would curate like what they're comfortable with because I like nowadays, I'd probably say for a lot of people, like stuff like Ghost is a great gateway. Yeah, into, definitely. Into metal. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, you know, like I, I was there for when, when Opus came out and when they had the original Papa, and yeah. I was seeing them in a, you know, not huge venue in Vegas, and they were opening for like 
it it must have been like them high on fire i think death clock and behemoth wow and and, and uh i remember seeing the artwork that they had and then like talking to a friend and next to me because they were the first act up and and they start out everything with like the the ominous uh eyes wide shuts like choral music and and fill yeah. the place with smoke the incense yeah I, yeah and i was thinking like yeah, what if these guys all come out in like robes and shit and and then they did and then they did <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit okay this isn't what i was expecting and then it was so catchy but also really scary yeah and uh like it feels so retro um but like i'd say i'd say somebody getting it into metal it you're gonna know whether you like it or not if you listen. That I'd give them "Ride the Lightning." Like I yeah, feel like that's, that's a great. Yes, answer. I I, yep. I feel like that's that's yeah. such a great encompassing <clears throat> album of like it's got the the thrashy stuff. It's got the you know hard fast stuff, but yeah. that's also when they started getting into ballads. Yep, and everything, and those kind of songs I feel like anybody can play and just kind of groove along to. Yeah, beautiful. Um, you know, for whom the bell tolls, I feel like is just a universal, like, real stomper of a song. Yep, that's like you know, your favorites. Yeah, your your mom can listen to that and and kind of, you know, yeah. bob her head a little bit. Yeah. but it's still very much, uh, like it, it's it's a very young Metallica in the thrash scene in its you know kind of infancy figuring stuff out so it still feels very much like uh you know a a a a legitimate version yeah it's still hard of metal music uh to give to them that doesn't feel like watered down or anything because i'd also say like enter sandman uh because i'm sure that that was like you know an an entry point for a lot of people black album's a great one yeah 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 yeah. or or black album Yeah, yeah 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 um and uh but in terms of like the things that I that that got me like hooked onto yeah. it, that made made me think like, oh, this is a kind of sound that I want to I want to pursue. Like I I can't get enough of this now. Like okay, now I gotta buy all the all the albums to hear all the songs that sound like this. Um, yeah, like ride the lightning or like it, Ghost is a little weird because like it's like super satanic in terms of lyrics so i feel like some people might just immediately be like oh it's a a pope with an upside down cross uh uh, on his hat i'm I'm not gonna get into it yeah yeah for some people i I think that that is an immediate like no-go but you know you 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 go to ride the lightning i feel like all of that's pretty universally uh able to be appreciated yeah rides rides Uh, Rides the great. No, I don't know. That might be a normie answer. I nope. don't know. <laughs> I think it's a great answer, and yeah, it's no. it, yeah, it's the everyone we've asked that question has come up with an album of of that same ilk. So mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it's very much a, a a universally recognized answer. I would say so. Yeah, it's a great one, James. This has been an absolute blast, man. Thank yeah. you, so, thank you so much for joining us. Been fascinating, dude. Hearing here, here about uh, you know the artistic process and everything. It is, we're, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you back on again at some point for for, yeah, for something. Um, for yeah, something let me know. Fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, the yeah. Frozen Soul record comes out in May. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, when, yeah. when the uh, um, uh, Celestial show. Sanctuary one does. Um, yeah. yeah, and I've got uh, you know uh, a couple more records that I'm uh, like 
currently working on and sketching for and figuring out uh, that will likely be later in the year. Um, but, and, and then I'm working on like, what, what's nice about this job is I also get to like work on merch and posters and stuff. So, oh, sick. Uh, awesome. so that's, that's been fun. I got a couple bands that I've finished some stuff for that I'm, I'm looking forward to share. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Like oh, I, I had already listened to you guys and, and uh, you, oh, know, you guys cool, are fun to listen to, but also like a good source of like, Oh, you know what, what came out recently? Like, Oh, these guys really <laughs> like it. Let me check it out. Like, um, checked out the uh, the the new majesties album uh oh, yeah. oh great yes. debut right yep yeah uh, yeah yeah because i found it through you guys listened to it i was like oh man this just sounds like well it sounds like old school in flames fuck yeah, yeah man <laughs> yeah, yeah man awesome. and i immediately loved it so podcasts like your guys's are, are great i think for people to listen to and be like oh man okay let me check out this thing i, I it oh, wasn't on my radar awesome. or maybe it was and i wasn't sure if i dig it or not and you know, like yeah, yeah it's it, it's great to have that that kind of uh, uh thing that you can listen to and just kind of feels like the guys just shooting the shit and and yeah. talking about the latest things that they're really into. So that was the plan, man. Yeah, thanks, that was man. the plan. So yeah, thank it's really cool much. to hear. Thank you, James. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for joining us again, dude. Like I said, and um, we'll be back again very soon with uh, another episode. But until then, peace out. Cheers, you guys. Thank you. Thank You're you, man. Welcome. Party on, dudes.